welcome to the Dorks and Stuff podcast. So again, as I like to reiterate, we are perfect Haitian men. We cook, we clean, we're very, very loyal. We go to Bible study every single day, all right? You women, you know, you you party. I know you just partied on Saturday, all right? You just came back from the club, Rhode Island, and your perfect Haitian man was sitting at home praying, probably taking care of your kids, you know? And, of course, we wait until marriage to have sex. So we have my brother, Carl, Sasha, and, you know, we are going to review the recent Mortal Kombat movie. But before we get into all of that, because, you know, we... You know, we're going to delve off a little bit into, you know, I, I want to talk about the Khaled album for a little bit. Just because, you know, we were just talking about it and I was just tell, saying how great it was. But, you know, it's, it's not going to be, you know, obviously it's not going to be a big part of the episode. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Sasha has some very strong opinions about the album. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Automatically. When it comes to listening to albums, if the intro is bad, I don't want the rest of the Every album. time, bro? I mean, there, there, I mean, there's some album like, okay, so like- If you have a strong intro, I'm more likely to listen to the album as a whole and pick out songs I like and don't like. Okay, so you if mean- If your intro is weak, I don't want the album at all. Like, take that shit I see back. where you're coming from because a lot of times, like, when it- Like, when it- The intro- Sets the pace for the album. Exactly. So, like, even if it's not, like, a song, but, like, if the intro is intriguing enough, like, like I'll, I'll use an example, like, um, I'll say Ready to Die, but, like, it's kind of like you're, it's a, a little bit of a story. Yep. You're just like, okay, this is kind of, like, it's not, he's not really saying any lyrics, he's not really doing anything, but it's just like, okay, like. I, I think, I think, yeah. I think it's because you missed the days of um, well-thought-out, intricate albums. So, the albums you're making compared to, like Ready to Die is a good example, right? And I can I can put a list of even modern day um, albums that's made in the past 10 to 11, 12 years. I would even say- Even Damn had a good I, out intro. No, no, but like I'm saying, like you're, you're, you're talking about intricate albums, like Damn, Good Kid, Mad City, Section 80. Um, you're talking about the nothing, well, nothing like was that. the same. You're, you're talking about uh, My Life Crazy, but even by YG. YG had one of the most- I think underrated albums of the decade. Oh, easily. Like it's it's a, it's a, it's an amazing album. It it's like when I read an article, it said it's Good Kid, Mad City, but the ratchet version of that. Yep. And, and that was no better way to explain that. I was like, it's that's so true because they're both coming from the same place, but two different perspectives, Practic but living that same life. So mm -hmm. I mean, it makes sense. So um, I think you're looking. I think the like even J Cole. J Cole's albums are always intricate. Mm -hmm. So I think I think. I think what you what you'll what you're stating, I would fully agree with you. But the modern day consumer and audience, they don't care for that anymore. They want the music to be out, put out as fast, quickly as that's possible. That's a fact, and that's yeah, why you get. Right. That's why you have a like you have the futures, you have the uh, little babies, you have the babies. They can put as much fast food rap out there. Yo, the as baby, I possible. think last year or this year, he released like I looked at the catalog, like two albums in a year. I was like. And, the and baby, like the, the albums yeah. are literally like thirty minutes, and literally. like the thing is that works because you can sit here and have like um like a side A and a side B, mm. especially with the fact that we were in a pandemic. You have so much time to sit here and record and do all this music. Yeah, so you can sit here and record two or three albums at a time. But again, it's more about quality, not quantity. I agree. So if both albums are trash, 
what what was the point of it? Like so, and that's my issue. That's my issue with this year for music. The point of it, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you finish your thought. The point of it is, it's it's the formula that I believe, right? And I could be wrong, but the only person that I feel like kind of revolutionizes and started is, is Future. Future throws like 50 songs. He doesn't care about the. I, I personally believe he doesn't care about the quality of work. He's just gonna dish it out in quantity so he oh, can yeah. get that single, get that hit, make that money. You yep, understand? I believe, and that. that's what these rappers do. Like I, I'm, it, it, it's, it's a that's hustle. a lot of work. Yeah, though. at this that's point, at this point, it's just is pretty it, much though? getting rich. Is, is it though? Is it a lot of work? Because I don't think so. Okay, you okay? I mean, but I mean, okay, look to write and record songs like like fifty, a hundred songs. No, that, that, that's kind of a lot of like that. That is a lot of work, bro. I, I think it depends on certain circumstances. One, if you have access to the studio, like. Readily, you can mm. do it every day. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. I you see you can sit saying. here and record like five, ten songs in a day, not have to worry about. And anything. then your producer can just like piece it together and stitch it up and yep. and make it. And, and then on top it. of that, if you're producing and writing your mm. own songs, but they don't write though. That and that's well, the thing. That's why I say it's not even. It, it, I, I would say, I wouldn't it, say it, writing, but like. You're 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 yeah, producing the song, you're making the beat and everything, and yeah, then because a lot of artists get writers, and you yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. you'd be very surprised on like which artists oh, like yeah. um hire writers to um write for them. Yeah, because for me, for me, it's it when I look at uh, Kendrick and he spends three years off and he comes off with just a classic after classic after classic. It's like I know why he took the time because he's to me a, a true artist. He's he he probably has thousands of songs. Easily. Easily. But he's like, in order to make my vision, my artwork come to life, there's going to be, it has to be created in a specific way. And that's why he takes so much time yep. between his album. Because, And he says it, like he says that the creative process for him is he doesn't want any album to sound the same. Yep. He wants to take time and make sure it's different from Good Kid Mad City to... Um, to Pimple Butterfly, Butterfly. Butterfly. damn. That exactly. sounds like three whole different concepts exactly. in an album. Which is amazing. Even Section 80. So uh, he's he's so consistent. He's so consistent at at taking time with the creative process. I, I believe even J. Cole is yep. like this. Yep. You know, he every album for the most part for J. Cole, people say, Oh, it's boring, this and that, but they sound different. At least he's trying to tackle it in a different direction, mm-hmm. in my opinion. You know, for example, the baby and little baby, they're hot now. That's that they're clouded. I get yeah. it. But they literally dropped the same song to me. Over and over again, and people just say, "Oh, it's hot." Look, it's they're hot, they're it's hot, artists. It's hot, when they release an album, you're gonna look at it ten years from now, like, "Oh yeah, that happened," and then you're just gonna move on. Why did that happen? For real? No, and uh, not not well, a tangent, but not really. Yo, like I read someone like Kendrick, uh, Kendrick Cole and Drake supposed to release an, like an album this month in May. So I'm just like, "Ooh, listen, this is gonna be some good shit." For anything from Top Dog. Unless it is stated from Top Dog himself or like the their their Twitter or Instagram account, mm-hmm. I don't believe it. I think because- I think that came from well, well that's a rumor. You're right. You're 100 right. I think what happened was because they TDE have that thing. had like an Instagram. They just put exactly e and people are hyping. Oh, okay, it's gonna drop. But yeah, because think- it can be it could be any of them. Mm-hmm. It can be SZA. It can be dropping. Isaiah. I think Cole might dropping. be dropping because he they said in two weeks J Cole's dropping. Because That's I think it was yesterday, if not the day before, he had um something uh, on his Instagram story that said just riding around through the city, um listening. So to I, the... I think his album was completed. Yeah, yeah. So it's completed. So it's definitely coming soon. Whether it's coming this month or next month, that we don't know. Yeah. Should be intriguing. Drake, I don't, I don't doubt it's probably gonna. Drop but I don't song. care. I don't like Drake is one of my favorite artists ever. But 
for me, I don't care too much to listen to Drake because what I've noticed is Drake is, uh, you know, I think ever since Views, his 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 ability to well, his I think his ability to even care about making long intricate albums, I think that's over. I think I think he really tried with Scorpion. No, I don't think that's an intricate album at all. Well, when you say long, oh, well, okay. well, I was talking about like, right. well, I think his last masterpiece was. If you're reading this, it's too late. Maybe nothing was the same around th- those two albums, or to me, maybe his last like albums that I felt like because nothing was the same. And if you're reading this too late, to me, were well thought out, well planned yes. pieces of work. But I think he said if if you're reading this, it's too late was made in like two weeks or something like that. I think so. Something like because that. I think I wouldn't even. No, no, no. I album. think what a time was to be alive was made in like two weeks. Oh, what yeah. a time to be alive <laughs> with, with future. I think that's the one he made in two weeks. But like, yeah. I think those two albums was so fire and well thought out and well... Because he just said, I'm just going to make a straight up rap album. Yeah. And that was fire. And it worked. And it worked. And I think... I think views... It might be views if you're reading this, it's too, it's too late. And um, nothing was the same to me were his last most well thought out albums. I think everything else he's put out after from the quote unquote playlist mm-hmm. to um, Scorpion and stuff like that. I personally just believe the dark demo tapes, I feel like those are just a bunch of throwaways that he just dropped. Oh, dropped. Definitely. And Scorpion, I feel I feel maybe it wasn't it wasn't a bunch of throwaways, but to me, Scorpion was just a walk through time. Yeah. In a sense where he was kind of combining uh his first album all the way up to like now and using all the different styles and putting it in one album. Yes. And it, didn't, it didn't feel like he put as much effort into that album no, compared not at all. to the other. It didn't, it didn't feel like a Drake album where when Drake comes out with a new album, probably for the later, the the better half of like six years, seven years, every album when Drake came out, even if it was a wave, he was mm-hmm. able to get that wave and make it very different in his own way. Yep. And he was able to, because we know Drake capitalizes on the waves of flows and Easily. raps and, and like new rappers. But he knows how to take that and create it in a way that works with his style. But I feel like his past few projects, it's just kind of like, oh, this is the wave. I'm just going to do it. And it's going to make numbers because I'm Drake. Pretty and, much. And he's, and he's that. And that's where he is in his career. And that's why I don't care too much about Certified Lover Boy. Unless mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's coming out with like, you know, something innovative like he's done in the past. Yep. I don't believe it's going to be something that I look forward to, honestly. No, that makes sense. Uh, my point that I was going to make, um, when it goes back to the fact that we were in a pandemic, I think that's a lot of time where artists should have sat back and really tried to master their craft. Yep. So I agree. I know J.I.D., he has, I want to say, maybe like three albums that he worked on that, again, he's still kind of mastering. He has one that's going to come out soon. It's just kind of worrying about G.I. J.I.D. is nice. Exactly. I really need to listen to more of him. So for him to sit here and come up with three albums and figure that out. And then he did um with his other kind of like small group, Spillage, Vill- Spillage yeah. Village, they dropped an album too. Oh, really? And he kind of did the same thing that they did for Dreamville, have like all of them get together for like, I want to say a month or so and release that album. Oh, yeah, and it's actually not bad. Oh, wow. And like that whole collective, it works out great. So just like being able to sit back and work on their quality of music, that's probably what's more important. But again, everyone just trying to like throw music out and you know really gravitate towards their fans instead of. And it's funny because that's that. what uh, that's what I felt the Khaled album was. It, I felt like it was this Khaled like. 
hey, no, because I look at Khaled's <laughs> albums as basically like the all-star game mm-hmm. of music. Because mm-hmm. even though like in the all-star game, like for example, the NBA all-star game, you have all these all-stars, but these all-stars don't fucking try. They, 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 <laughs> they it's just, a great they, analogy. Huh? Great analogy. Yeah, they, On his first few albums, I would say that's when like artists would really come together and they would try. Yeah. But after I want to say maybe like the third one, his third, third yeah, album, he has like which, fourteen which I, albums, bro. bro. Exactly, and like, what was it? I think there was I, I whatever was, whatever year Travis Scott was hot. He was on like four, if not five, of the songs. Yeah. So now we have Lil Baby being on what three or four? He's of like, them? yeah, he's on like three, four songs. Yeah. In so that like, album. I I just view it as um, again, it goes back to how intricate and how you know I don't view ever a Khaled album to be intricate. I don't no. believe that. I think. I think it's just a good launching pad for a lot of artists to be like, okay, I'm I'm heating up mm-hmm. and I'm coming out with something soon. So it's kind of like a reintroduction to them back into the mainstream. Yes. That's how I view a DJ Khaled album. You know, usually his hair team, DJ Khaled usually He like, always never releases around the same hits. time, during the, like, yeah. when the summer's coming or during the summer. Because he's, he's admittedly still trying to have that anthem. Yeah. And it's good to be on a DJ Khaled album, Especially be on that anthem before you yourself, the individual artist, releases something. Yep. So I think it's very strategic, and I think that's how DJ Khaled is kind of used. Does Khaled really work hard though? Because he always says, "I work so hard." He might. And, he might. And you know, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm not saying he doesn't mixing, but... mastering, putting these people together. I don't think that can. That's easy. No. You know, like especially getting Nas and Jay Z on the same track. Yeah, I don't think that that, is... that came easy at all. I mean, I'm sure, but I mean, it's not like they're in the studio together. I mean, he just he just says, hey, send me some bars, and you send me up some bars. But ideally, I... he has to let people know kind of like what the idea of the song's about, mm. who's essentially, who he's planning on having on the song, too. So, Gotta pick stuff the beat like too. that. Exactly. Got, he, he, there's a lot of work there. I, I, I don't would, think it's easy. I wouldn't say he doesn't work hard, but maybe he can work harder just depending on the beat just from this album, like... Yeah, the beats were not that good. No. Like honestly, because it was a lot of samples like uh, that I've noticed, and it was like poor versions of them. Yeah, like uh, especially the I don't remember what sample it was because it was the uh, like we just talked about it off air. The her and, and the, Migos. Uh, the I'm like first of all, I'm like this doesn't work. Like why on earth is her and Migos in a song together? Because I mean, I personally love her. Her first album, not her second. Her first one. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Second is amazing too. Yeah. Second, I don't like the second person. That personally, it's not. Yeah, you're bugging. It's it's for me. It's not, <laughs> I don't think she's missed. <laughs> Whatever. I don't really. I don't really like the second album like that. But the first one, I fuck. I I play that oh, almost nah, every her single day. Second album is nice too. I don't care for the second album. Her, her second personally. album is nice. Um, honestly, like I, I said this to a couple of friends a few a few I think a year or two ago. I said like the the, the females in R and B are killing it. Facts, oh, yeah, facts. The dudes, the dudes to me are trash, but the females. I don't know because um, uh, I like Giveon. Uh, the new he sings uh, he's in Heartbreak Chicago. Anniversary. Yeah, yeah, I like I like Giveon. So I can't say because I think R the males are trash. Bro. I feel R and B in general. I I would prefer it like right now over hip hop because at least with because. I see what you're saying with the males, because a lot of the male R&B singers sing, a, uh, sing about the same stuff. But at the very least, like when I'm listening to an R&B song, I feel that it's more creative. I yes. feel like it's a different experience I, 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 I think than R&B when I listen is, to hip hop. I think R&B is more creative than hip hop right now. Maybe that's a hot take, but I think right now it is more creative, and maybe that's why I've gravitated to it more. Because oh, when you listen, okay, when you listen to different R&B artists, they're all not the same. No, they're like not. it's well, it's a different well, experience. Well, well, the, okay, well, but for the most part, well, it's a different experience. Well, I will say, well, I'll I'll give. I'll give the queen of modern day R and B 
her credit, right? Janae Eichel, all these girls out are like her daughters, right? Because I they, agree. they literally kind of took her uh her style from uh sale, sold out or something like that. Sailing yeah. sold something. They yep. took that style and they kind of like Summer Walker's album is like an extended I, I every song Summer Walker has sung on that that masterpiece. In my I opinion. had to grow to like that album because that, that is so no, fire. No, because at first, like I thought it was okay because it was like there were some tracks that I really liked and some I was like meh. But then the I album. mean, for what well, I mean, what? No, 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 go on. Go on. I mean, I mean, but for me, cause, but then when I listen to it over and over, I'm like, you know what? This is a master because yeah, it's a, it's a I, classic to, to me. Yeah, because to me, it's like there's certain album, like for example, to Pimp a Butterfly. I didn't love it when I first listened to it, but then when I listened to it more and I understood the point of the album and I understand the themes of the songs, mm-hmm. I grow to appreciate that album, especially with the with the all Black Lives Matter and the wokeness. Like the, to pimp a butterfly is like ahead of its time. If, oh, if you see what I'm saying, easy. so. But, but 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 what I like about to pimp the butterfly is the message isn't just um, he he, it's so deep. But one of the the greatest things that he's even highlighted it's not even so wokey woke. Honestly, he highlights the contradictions within the black community as well. Oh, of course, and that's why, and that's why I love it. Like it's so brutally honest that mm-hmm. there, he got some slack for it too. Yeah. For, some, for certain songs, they're like, oh, how, how can he? I'm not, he's just being real. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The black and the berry. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bar yeah. for was... bar. He, he Wasn't that the it. intro? Nah. Wesley's Theory. Yeah. Oh, damn. You all remember, too. Bro. It's a, it's a classic. <laughs> I, I bought the CD. I have to. I, I have the CD, too. I'm not going to lie. Like, I am a huge Kendrick fan. Like, putting Kendrick and J. Cole, like, neck and neck, it, it's hard because... DJ Academics would agree. Disagree. Disagree. Excuse me. He thinks, he thinks they're trash. He's irrelevant. But... <laughs> Like I, I can't even pick like who's better because they both. I would say it depends on your mood, honestly. Yeah. Yes, they both. Oh, who, who's better? Me. Yeah. Oh, I think definitively Kendrick Lamar is better, and 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 I say that because lyrically his lyrical prowess, like J Cole has, for example, when they talk about the three kings, right, quote unquote, of this generation, of, yep. of the, it's, we're going into a new generation. You mean yeah, Lil so, Baby, the but, Baby, but, but and the, uh, Six Four Five AR? But of the tens, but of the tens, right? When they were talking about quote unquote in the early tens, when they were talking about um, the new school of rap, when the new kings, the, the, J Cole, Kendrick, yep. and Drake, right? Yep. And then you know you had like you know the the guys who were always trying to claw but just never could make it, like Meek Mill, Wale. Big Crit, you know, Big Crit, oh, he had so much promise. I don't Yo, know what he, happened. I, I think he's still underrated, honestly. I think he's still good. No, he's amazing. He just has a different sound because no one really, like, listens to anyone from, like, the West or the Midwest like that. Yeah. So I, I, that that's his main issue. He can, he doesn't connect with as many, like, for East me, Coast or West Coast. For me, when I was, like, with the Three Kings, for me, it, it it's... It's like when I listen to Drake, I know Drake is the best hit maker out of the three. Easily. Like easily. And Drake has more, um, Drake can dive into different sounds and different styles of music so much. He can go into pop, he can go to reggae, he can go to dance hall, he can go to um, African music, yep. he can go into um, you know, in Toronto music, he can go to music of the South, he can give you that the East Coast bars, he can go into trap. Drake is so versatile. versatile. He's one he's one of the most versatile artists ever. Like, and I'm not talking hip hop. Hip hop, I think that he's second to no one in mm-hmm. terms of versatility. But I'm talking about as an artist ever, he's 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 there's there's really few comparisons to him. 
And then, yeah. and then when it comes to Kendrick, as far as like bars and intricacy of his bars and how detailed his projects are, which is why they say he has three classics. Yep. He literally has three classics in the sense where people would put those three albums in the top 500 albums ever mm -hmm. debate. It's, it's a thing where I don't think there's been such a, a better student of the game of hip hop than Kendrick Lamar and also someone who's whose bars are so like captivating deep and when he needs to can get into his mainstream bag yep. as well. Kendrick is a master of that. And I think the creative process and beat selection, um, just how, how you can tell he takes his time when he writes his bars and he really wants every bar that he, that he makes to mean something. Yep. Like he, he doesn't, it's like he doesn't have wasted bars. No, not at all. And with J Cole, I think he's he's kind of um someone who I think as he was coming up I was going to, I was starting to compare him more to Kanye in the very beginning but because I believe Kanye's just on a whole nother level of artistry in terms of of creative mm -hmm. it's almost disrespectful to compare the two honestly I think bars wise J Cole destroys Kanye in my opinion but it's yeah. like just but the artistry aspect of it and the beats and 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 just how he's able to be more innovative that's yeah. where I thought J Cole was going but J. Cole is, is, I think, a very... He's another good student of the game, but I think he lacks the... Uh, he doesn't hit the mainstream like Drake or Kendrick. He, he doesn't hit it the same way. And he... he, I don't think he can tell a story better than Kendrick when Kendrick is trying to tell a story. That's right? true, yep. So that's why, for me, J. Cole is my favorite out of the three. But for me, I have to admittedly... I have to give... Kendrick and Drake, they're not because even though I think J. Oh, yeah, Cole can can dominate in those fears, yeah. I don't think I think he's well rounded, but he can, he doesn't dominate like Kendrick or Th Drake. That's a good point you mentioned that he can tell a story because um uh an album that you don't like call it's a what is it the Carter Five and there was a song that Kendrick was on Mona that Lisa. uh huh Mona Lisa yeah Mona Lisa yeah and it's like I mean Bar Wayne was okay but like. When Kendrick is rapping in that song, it's like I can literally visualize what he's talking yeah. about. Yep. And Kendrick has a like he has a great gift of doing so. Like it's like literally when he has an album, it's like a movie playing in yes. your head. The, yes, emo exactly. the emotions that he is able to put into his verses and like just like um his, his tone change. So like one of the older songs, Rigor Mortis. Oh, oh that's a good one. Oh my goodness. That's a good one. <laughs> When when he starts like rapping fast and you can like hear his tone change, yep. yo. Till this day, I try to get that like one part of the verse, and I'm like, nope, can't do it. Like, I I need to breathe. I don't know how this man's doing it, but like he he's on it. He's like and, in and, his bag and, and he does and, that. And that's why I say it's no disrespect to Cole. Cole is my favorite, hands down, easily my favorite out of the three. Right, but I think with Cole, it's it's a thing where um. Cole is kind of stuck in a in a. I, I know he 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 does develop different sounds, but not really in mm. his past like three projects. Not really because I can say um for your eyes only and Kod right, and I don't know if he had something in between. The they're different but kind of the same at the same time. Like the way the beats are. Kod Sto honestly, stories are different, but yeah. in the same the beats are, and I think it's because. J. Cole has taken so much of the sole responsibility of, of creating the albums, which is impressive. Yep. But I think at the same time, it takes away from the how it can sound sonically. You know what's crazy? I think KOD is like a worse version of For Your Eyes Only. I disagree. I 
Because uh, I mean, I, they're different, very but different. Th- they're different, but it's like I don't know. Like I feel like, well, I wouldn't say the themes are the same, but I feel like no, not at all. Some of the sound is the same yes. to me. Yes, yes. some yes. of the sound yes. is the same. Yes, I would. I think, I think that's a weakness of his now because I like I'm gonna let you go to your thoughts, Sasha. My bad, but I think it's a weakness of his now because before it was good because he was kind of curating his own beats, his own style, this is that nature. Mm-hmm. But he's been doing it for so long and it's kind of been so stagnant. Yeah, that now it, 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 it doesn't feel like it's keeping up with the times at yeah. all. But Kendrick, it's crazy because he 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 has his message, his own delivery, but for the time in which they drop. They sound all at different times, but it's his his sound meets the time period that you're in. Yeah, like damn meets like the trap, the uh the I don't know what kind of beats they were, but it just made sense for like who was hot at that time. The Migos, all of them, it yeah. made it made sense. You know what I'm saying? And he had no, fe- I don't think he had, he had like two features on that album. Uh, like, damn. one of them was um one was Rihanna, one was you uh, two, you yeah. two. That's who it yeah. was. Yes, and um he had Zakari. Yeah, Zakari. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. And, re- and it, yeah, I will yeah. say for Cole for KOD, I think that was. Uh, I want to say more of a parody it of was. where the rap. It kind of was. It was. It really it was. was. It was. No, and like I said, it's that's why I say I, I don't think it's the same as For Your Eyes Only. Yeah, For Your Eyes Only was a whole different concept. But yeah, exactly. But they have similarities between and the sound yeah. sonically. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I would, I would definitely have to agree. I think his work with the Dreamville album was amazing. Oh, easily. Like, I have to, amazing. I have to listen to that See, what, he was on maybe, what, four songs of the whole thing? Yeah. Four or five? The Dreamville was, album? Okay, I'm going to listen to that today because it was, it's like, I'm it was always amazing. looking for new music and I am so tired of The Baby. I'm so tired. Like, the I'm Baby's listening. on the first song. Yeah, huh? <laughs> the, the Baby, the baby, no, the baby was nice no, no, on that song. No, no, yeah, I know what song nice. you're talking about. That yeah. song, he's nice on that song because yeah. uh, I think you showed me that song and I listened to it. I'm like, yo, this is this is fire. One person I want to see more of from the Dreamville camp is Loot. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yo, he has some nice bars, but I feel like he's so underrated because his music just isn't out there. And Omen. Yeah. Omen dropped an album, but I can't find it anywhere. It's not on Apple Music. It's not on Spotify anymore. I, I, I want more stuff from Boss. Yes. Boss is like a lyrical genius. Cause too. Cause too. Honestly, Cause is too hungry. Cosby, 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 like... I don't, Cause Cause is a good rapper, but I think he's basic. I think he's. I don't think he. There. He's not Cole, and he's not Boss. You know no. what I'm Cause is like way beneath them. I I think uh, the whole camp. It sounds very like. I don't. It, Cause, it's not. It's not as like. Um, uh, it's not as hard. Like no. Cause doesn't have a bar that I'm like, yo, he ripped it. He's he's not a tra- he's not a transcendent talent like JID. I would say in his first like album that kind of got him introduced. I don't think, so. I, I, don't think I would say that's where bar. he had more bars. I don't think. But his last bars. album, Affected, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Like he could do better. I think he's very average. Okay, he's so, not a bad rapper. So, but he's just, he so in totality, have... we're all saying Khaled's album is trash. Is what we're basically saying because we didn't even uh, talk about it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> They didn't even talk about Khaled. So, I mean, again, a lot of noise. I just thought it would be interesting to talk about. We ended up talking about other artists, which is good, though, because, you know, yeah. I will say Kendrick Lamar has a cousin named Baby Keem. And Nick Young. 
Oh yeah, they are cousins. The basketball yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, they are. I I always forget about that. Baby Keem has some fire songs. Oh really? I'm not gonna lie. That's his cousin. Yeah, I'm about to listen. He he has some like hood rat shit, but. <laughs> All right, so no, because I because my my because honestly, my hope in music is almost gone, bro. Like my my oh, mental. I, I only care about R and B. Yeah. Baby more... Keem was um a double XL freshman last year. Oh, okay. So, so no, I I wasn't hip to that till like last. No, because like I've been trying to get into rap, and I like I like. You know, Apple, they always introduce, like, new yeah. new artists, new songs. And it's just, like, a lot of times I end up listening to it. I'm like, what am I listening to, bro? Like, why Like why am I giving this the time of day? And I don't know if you feel this, but sometimes I feel a sense of depression. I'm like, wow. I'm like, for me, it's just noise. For me, it's, 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 if you tell me LMA is dropping, her is dropping, Summer Walker is dropping, or even Janae, I get more excited for them dropping than any rapper oh, facts, besides facts. Kendrick and Cole. I've kind of given up on, I haven't given up on Janae, but I haven't like paid as much attention to her. Her album was Grammy nominated. Was it really? Yeah. Uh, Columbo or... The, the last one. The last where it was, one. It was like a face shot. Yeah, it, yeah. it was Grammy nominated. I haven't heard it because, you know, I, for, for me, Janae's classics are like her EPs. Yes. Those were Those, like her story storytelling... Is profound. Yep. Profound. I only, I only know about her from her work. She's a she great writer. She's a great oh, yeah. writer. Easily. Easily one of the best writers. Like, she's a good writer. Yep. Like, even her song with Summer Walker, she ripped it. Like, yep. she's a very good writer. I think uh, LMA's voice is just amazing. I, I think Heavenly. another good writer, LMA. Heavenly. If she's writing those songs, I got to go check the credits. But whoever her writer is or who she's working with, they know how to work with it. Or if she's writing her songs, full credit to LMA. LMA is like literally, like, when I went to her concert accidentally, that's when I got <laughs> hip to her. Oh, we can change, oh, we, we're going to change subject. But yeah, damn, we can talk about music all day. That's the thing. Yeah. But like, let's, let's, let's get to we diverse, combat. perfect Haitian men, bro. Like, you know, as, as perfect Haitian men, you get good conversation too. So, yeah. so with, with Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah, so, okay, so, yeah. Quick, uh, quick, quick, let's start with the rating first. What did you guys think? Oh, okay, so, yeah, okay, so first, each of us are going to give a numbered uh, scale, and then after that, we'll talk about the reasons why. So, I'm going to start. I give it a 6 out of 10. That's fair. 6 out of 10. So, Sasha? Yeah, I'd go with that. 6 out of 10 would be what? Um, That's a B. Six. Yeah, I'd give it, like, a B minus, so, yeah, like a 6. Six, like yeah. a D minus. Wait, six? Yeah, six is like, yeah, it's, it's D, but it's passing. Yeah. Oh, no, more than... Nah, yeah, I'll give it more than D. I'll give it a 70. Yeah. Seven out of 10. I'm like 6.5, 7 out of 10. That's fair. Yeah, yeah that's, that's where fair. I'm at. So, I mean... I, it's not a 7 out of 10. 6.5. 6. Okay, so my thing about the movie. So, I'll start out with the positives. Fight scenes are great. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Like, they, they, like, if you want a movie that is action-packed and... It's just like gory, like no real explanation. Because I'm gonna, I'm not even gonna lie. There were even some fight scenes. I'm just like, why are they fighting? Like, there's no re- reason for them to fight. Like, for example, um, one example was when Sonya and uh, Kano, like when they were walking in the desert and yep. they just randomly fought. I'm like, bro, there's no reason for you niggas to fight. Like, why? But uh, fight scenes are am- like they're amazing. Like, if if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, like they did, they did them, uh, they did the fight scenes justice. Yep. Okay. So, wait, oh, do you guys have any other uh, thoughts? I, I would say introduction to characters, for the most part, are pretty good. Um, oh, I see, that's why I disagree. So, to certain characters, because uh, yeah. the main character, I mean, he was an original... Uh, oh, before I go in, before I go in, 
Uh, Mortal Kombat, written by because <laughs> I, I I when I pointed it to my brother, he it, it was it was kind of funny. So his name is Mark. Uh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, he wrote. Uh, he worked with Russo. Oh no, actually, yeah, he co-wrote with uh, Greg Russo. Uh, his name is David Callahan. So he helped. Uh, he helped Kyra co-write the movie with Greg Russo. And he's also responsible for the co-writing the Shang, the new Shang Chi movie, uh, the Spider Man movie that's coming out this year. I can that makes sense though with the Shang Chi movie. That actually makes sense because Mortal Kombat is like I I, I see and Godzilla. Well, not the new one, the uh, the older which with, with the one with uh, Brian Cranston, which I didn't think was a good movie. I thought that was very. Mediocre. I don't remember that one honestly. But to to the point to the, to um. To Yasash's point, uh, the characters. What worries you? No, because uh, like the main character. I mean, the main character to me was whatever. The very generic. Um, oh, I, I like. I don't really believe in myself. I'm past my prime. I have a family, and then he finds out that he has a huge responsibility. Has character development throughout the film, and then mm-hmm. he realizes that oh, great. Uh, I, uh, I have a greater purpose to attend to, to attend to. For the most. The the introduction to some to some characters was good. Like Sonya was okay. Um I think the intro to Jax was good. Yeah, yeah. The intro to Jax was, was pretty good. But I felt like for some it was forced. Like for example, with the Kano. Luke Kang Luke Kang, that was forced. Cause it was just like you're walking in the desert and all of a sudden Luke Kang's like, Oh, guess what? I'm uh I'm part of the tournament too, and I have a bigger purpose. And I'm gonna train you now. And I'm just like, nigga, where'd you come from, bro? Like right. like literally out of nowhere. Like, no introduction, no real depth into Liu Kang's character at all. Mm-hmm. He's just there. And then Kung Lao is even more random. Like, Kung Lao's the dude with the hat, right? Yeah, yeah he's the one. He's I his cousin. He's his cousin. I hated this dude. In the games, yo. Oh, man. I have to shout out my friend Trenton real quick. Whenever I would go to his house and we'd play Mortal Kombat, he would always pick Kung Lao. And always destroy me because he's just throwing the hat and doing all these damn hat tricks yo he made me hate kung lao like even <laughs> even in the movie when he died i was like eh. <laughs> like that that's how bad i hate this character but <laughs> i think in terms of uh character development uh a lot of the characters and, and max is not here to say it, but i i got max's point i think this movie was just a film to just kind of step on just mm-hmm. throw it out there so we can really develop the future of the franchise yes i think it would it felt like a movie kind of like um uh like it, it felt like all the phase one in marvel in one movie right in a sense where it's like okay we introduced this guy this guy this guy this guy you know them now now we don't have to waste our time so much on introducing these characters in the next movie we can focus more on the plot and mm-hmm. I think they kind of just did that in one Mortal Kombat movie because it's not like a superhero movie where you know you're not gonna have one whole movie for Kung Lao and another and another oh, one whole, which probably might be a bit interesting, right? You might have had like a whole like backstory for Kung Lao, like a movie yep. and like and like how the temple came to be and then Raiden maybe I mean, backstory for Raiden. They had a lot of cool Easter eggs in the movie. But, like, I uh, mean, you probably could have had like a whole franchise if they really were trying to be tryhards, but yeah. I think they were just trying to have a Mortal Kombat one, two, three, four. Maybe five. Maybe yeah, because I think who was it? The the person that played um Sub Zero. Yeah, he's not Scorpion. He said he's on for like five movies. Or yeah, if, movies. yeah, if, you know if it does so, well, yeah. So like my thing is, is that they could have even had like a whole story 
just focusing on Subway Zero and Scorpion, a whole movie on that. Honestly, they really, I honestly, you that. really could have done that. And you know what I'm saying? But I think what they did was, well, you know what? Let's just Throw say they there. hate each other, make them fight a little bit, introduce all these characters, because Mortal Kombat has a huge cast of characters. Mm-hmm. So they're like, let's introduce all these characters, and then after that, we can now focus mostly on the plot of the of the True, but movies. that's what made... Another problem I had, because the plot was all over the place. So it was... I don't okay, think there was a real plot in the movie. No, it, I mean... I, I mean, think it was. I think the I, plot was there to exist. It was just there. To the, I think the movie was to exist as a launching pad that we're just throwing it here, just so that we, we can have happens. a place to start. I agree. No, I agree. But um, even in terms of that, I felt they could have done better with that because you have it's because Mortal Kombat. You have all these different ideas, and again, Mortal Kombat is supposed to be a tournament and it wasn't even that it was just uh i, I think it, it was just shang uh what is it not shang chi of um i forgot his fucking name the main the, character right the, no no the guy that takes your soul like um fuck i forgot his name uh shang chung let's do something yeah i don't know how to pronounce his name i, I can't not shang chi shang chi is the marvel superhero <laughs> <laughs> but it's something like it's like shang something yeah. but uh, it was just him trying, because I know if you win, like, if they, because they lost the previous nine tournaments, and it's just like, oh, if we just win this one, then the Nether Realm can take over the Earth Realm. And it was just him trying to basically, like, uh, use backhanded tactics to, Quan so Chi? that, Quan Chi, yeah, Quan Chi. It was just Quan Chi using backhanded tactics so that they, would, they wouldn't participate in the tournament, and so that Nether Realm could have an overwhelming victory and just take over the Earth Realm. And I'm just like, this is not really a tournament. This is more like of a backdoor Mortal Kombat well, which tournament. Which I think was alluding to the fact that they will have a tournament in the next it, movie. It's actually, um, I just saw it, Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung, yeah. Shang Tsung. Oh, it's not Quan Chi? Quan, no, Quan Chi is the guy that, uh, oh, the, the, the skull the, the, guy, the that demon. manipulates uh, Scorpion and, uh, in the in the games that I was playing, he manipulates Scorpion and, uh, uh the other one, the Sub-Zero. Ice One, Sub-Zero, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's the one that, he, like, he uses the, like, the a skull, yeah, he uses magic and, like, yeah. yeah. He, he wasn't in this movie, I was very surprised. He might be in the next one, probably. Probably. Yeah, I think, so, correct me if I'm wrong, so, this movie was... What a few weeks away from the tournament, or a few yeah. days away? Okay, I think so the so. next movie is essentially he's gonna start the tournament. Yeah. Okay, that's that's because what you know, I was they alluded up, to it. Yeah. They're like, you know, oh, you can't do this before the tournament. And yeah, stuff and like he's that, like, so. the gods are too lazy. Okay, to, I guess to really care because I mean, but if I'm watching a Mortal Kombat movie, I kind of expected there to be a tournament, which I mean, it wasn't really there. But I mean, I get your point, Carl. Like, it's kind of like to get your feet wet. Yeah. To, to... I don't. I don't mind a, like. I guess a prequel. To the tournament, or like seeing the main people coming up into the tournament, I don't mind seeing that. That would be cool because uh, it depends on how quickly they can get into development for the next movie to come yeah, out. I mean, that would be cool because they like if you, I mean, if you know Mortal Kombat, because I'm I'm not gonna say I'm like a huge Mortal Kombat fan, but I know of it and I know of certain characters. Like mm-hmm. there were certain characters there that I looked at, I'm like. Like oh like past more like they were um when Raiden was explaining the tournament like yeah like what Mortal Kombat was and you saw like all these previous contests like I noticed Nightwolf I noticed uh, Shao Kahn and like um I think I don't remember there was another one I recognize I don't necessarily remember it by name but it was just like if you on new Mortal Kombat like 
I think it did a great job of like saying, oh, like, hey, this character existed at one point in time. And mm-hmm. yeah. this character to kind of like to kind of give the Mortal Kombat universe some life. Mm-hmm. So Nightwolf fights for Earthrealm. I think so. Yeah, because he's the Native American. Okay, the, yeah. the guy with the, the, the axe. But uh, I got to say the acting in this movie, <laughs> the acting it was not that good. No. I'm sorry. It was a it felt like uh if at times it felt like I was watching an episode of the Power Rangers. At I times. See, That's see. accurate. Yeah. Cuz <laughs> it, it was I, I mean it was a little better cuz Power Rangers acting is oh it's it, like like it's especially cringy. If, if you watch Mighty Morphin like go ahead and watch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers on Netflix, all right? It's, it's there. on Netflix? Oh, it's on all of the Power Rangers are there. They're on Netflix. And hey, don't start talking about the greatest Power Ranger of all time. Talking about Tommy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking crazy. But look, the acting, whew, it, it is woo, it is so cringe. It is painful. And at times, there were, especially the main character, there, there were times where like when he acted and even Sonya, I was just like, woo, that's uh that's really cringe. That's really uh Whew, like I, I, you, I felt the cringe from within my soul, and like there were times that where they tried, like they, they had like certain like uh, lines to try to make themselves seem cool, and I'm like, oh, that's not it. Like that's mm. uh, who, and and I and I understand you're trying to uh, you're trying to relate to the fan base, you're trying to make it relatable to people that like it, but there were times I felt it wasn't executed that well. Like if I'm going to be really honest, but I mean. There were some positives. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna not to say that the movie was trash. Like, it wasn't no. trash, but for for an intro, it was, it was all right. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Not even know. for an intro for for a remake because they have plenty of Mortal Kombat movies. For for a remake for this time period that we're in, it was all right. It it met its standards. I would say. I'm mean, I'm very intrigued to see like how the future movies are going to be to be executed mm-hmm. because. Again, like like you guys said, it's a very good startup to mm-hmm. to other movies, but uh, yeah, because again, the new character he's a totally like he's he's not even part of the like original games. Like he's a totally new character, and I think the concept that he's the descendant of Scorpion, mm-hmm. and especially since Scorpion is still around, I'm very intrigued how that's going to work out, especially knowing that there's going to be a tournament. Yes, I thought the main character was, he wasn't new. I thought he was already kind of like an established character. No, no, he, he's, a to, he's a totally new character. Totally mm. new character. When you say new, like not introduced in the games? Not or? introduced in the games at all. Really? Like he's, he is a movie original like character. Well, now whether they release him as DLC in the future in the games, who knows? Because I looked him up and I was like, who the hell is this guy? So, yeah, yeah, no, because when, when I was looking at the movie, I'm like, Maybe he was a character in Mortal Kombat in the past that I didn't, uh, that I didn't know about, that yeah. I that I wasn't hip to, because Mortal Kombat has a lot of characters, oh a God. shitload of characters. Yeah, but when I, because I had to look him up, and I was just like, okay, because I wanted to say he the was main, in a, the main character, the main character, he's yeah. a new character. Yeah, okay, yeah, character. his name, character. his name's Cole Young. That's yeah, all he's I a know. new character. Okay. New character. Which I mean, I think they, I think they, they put him in place because I think uh, they're making another game that's coming soon. And, that um, would that would well actually no because Mortal Kombat 11 came out like two years ago like a year or two ago and they normally wait a little while to make games. Oh really? Okay. I, yeah, because because the because the way because they're made DLC by uh what what's the company NetherRealm? Yeah. Yeah. So if you haven't noticed the pattern, it's normally 
Mortal Kombat than Injustice, Mortal Kombat Injustice. But so, Nether- so there's more likely to be an Injustice game more than because Mortal Kombat just came out. But not anymore though, because I know NetherRealm is not working with Marvel to make games. You mean DC? No, they Marvel. work with Marvel now to make games. I mean, it doesn't mean they're not gonna they're not gonna do DC. No, because um, what they're trying to do is because um, when you because the Injustice series coalines with the comic book as well, and I think that series is over. So, oh really? Yeah. Oh, so then they just make another DC game, another DC fighting game. No, I think they're gonna make a, a Marvel fighting game, and what I heard is rumored to happen is there might be a crossover between Marvel and DC, and, and like using another realm like platform. Marvel and DC fighting game. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be kind of dope. That'd be interesting. It happened. I think it happened once a long time ago, though. Wait, in terms of comics or in terms of gaming? In gaming in the nineties. Interesting. I did I not know that. Once. Yeah, I'd have to look that up, but um, I mean, but I do like the concept of having a an original character to be the main character mm-hmm. because and one that's a descendant of like a prominent figure too. That's yeah, which I mean, that gave it intrigue because uh, I mean, in the beginning when you learn about Scorpion and Sub Zero's like um history, because I mean, everybody knows that Scorpion and Sub Zero are rivals, but I think that element in ter- and and um that element in. Ter- in terms of uh, introducing him as the descendant, mm-hmm. it made him a bit more interesting. Now the character, now is the character in and of itself interesting? Mm, I mean, to me, he wasn't. They could have done a better job. I, yeah, because this is like, because to me, he was a stereotypical family guy, like yeah. past his prime fighter, uh, was doing uh, underground fights to like make ends meet, and I mean, again, I think, I, I mean. The, the wife and the kid were whatever i mean it, uh, garbage i mean I, I i'm just like i'm just like bro like you're you're have you're you're ha- you're encouraging your husband having underground fights to make a living like i'm just like bro you're trash as a wife because he's you're literally having your husband <laughs> risk his life every single day just to make ends meet like and bro. the worst part was she wasn't she she supported the decision but she didn't support the fights like she wasn't there when he was Facts. I'm like, bro. I'm like, bro, as a wife, you're trash. Like you're you're you're, you're trash is a significant other, bro. <laughs> Go ahead, throw your life away. I just won't be there. But, yeah, you know. exa- exactly. Like, oh, I'll just I'll just monkey branch onto the next man that can actually fight. I'll have our daughter be your ring person. I, I won't be there. <laughs> right? Like you have like you you willing to let your daughter watch you get like could you like that's like imagine, right? You're a professional boxer and you're fighting underground and your wife is like, yo, I don't want to watch it, but yo, my kid can watch you get your ass whooped and just lose respect for you as you get older because you're just getting your ass whooped by all these like it's these big ass here. dudes. <laughs> it's hard out here. You got to make a living. Fast. Yeah, for real. But uh, no, like um, I thought Kano was pretty funny, like uh, to be honest, but... Kano uh, was just white he was trash. An, yeah, he was kind of annoying. <laughs> was just I did find him yeah. funny at some points, but he was just very. But I mean, but trash. okay, like, but let, let's be honest. Did anybody was anyone surprised when Kano like betrayed the Earth Realm? Was anyone surprised by that? It was his destiny. I he saw that coming from a mile away. I'm just like, bro. Kano this, only cares about money, bro. It's like he's going to betray. He's going to betray the Earth Realm in some way or form. Like, even, like from his introduction, I'm like, he's. He's gonna but, fuck But up. it's in his character. I think he does that. No, it, no, it is. It too. is. It is. But I'm just like, bro, like, I, I don't know. Like, to me, it was just like, that wasn't a surprising element. Uh, again, characters not really fleshed out that well. I mean, they they tried 
to flesh out. I mean, I thought Jack's character was fleshed out pretty okay, well enough to the point where you're like, okay, I kind of understand Jack's uh like Jack is a character. Sonya too because she's connected with Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh yeah, the um, girl, the girl fight. I mean, that was whatever to me because I was just like, because I thought that that was a I because. I felt it would have been better to introduce because Goro is supposed to be uh Quan Chi, not Quan Chi. Uh, fuck, I can't even get the names right. Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. It's supposed to be Shang Tsung's champion in the tournament, and instead he just had him go out and fight the main character. And I'm just like, I mean, to me, it's like it takes away the impact. I mean, maybe he'll bring him back to life in the next movie, but maybe. it's like it's like I felt it would have been better like during the tournament. It's just like oh, like. In the tournament, before you reach me, you got to fight my champion, Goro. And it's just like, Goro is just out to assault his family and, f- like, fuck him up. And I'm like... I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to happen because he did say, like, you know what? I messed up by bringing in warriors. Next time, I'm going to bring in armies. So I'm interested in... Kind of, I haven't been big on the lore of Mortal Kombat in yeah, a while. So I mean, me neither, but... characters are going to be introduced now, the, the yeah. lore... No, the me lore neither, but I'm just judging it based on a, oh, the yeah. movie. I'm yeah. not... I'm not... Because I know a little bit... I'm, I'm not going to tell you I'm the most educated on the Mortal Kombat lore, but I'm just looking at it as a movie as a whole, and, I mean, it does some things well, and it does some... Because... Like, in terms, like, again, in terms of character depth, it's not, I mean, this is not the movie for it. Like, if you're looking for, like, a deep story, the story is whatever. Like, it's, like, it's it's very fight and action focused yeah. for the most part. Like, it gets again, the job done. Yeah, no, it does. It does. Like, and in terms of gore, I mean, again, it like you said, it gets the job done. Like, I thought, like, um, Kung Lao's fatality was... Uh, I thought that was dope. Like when when he got the uh, I, she's an actual character in the Mortal Kombat series. Uh, I, I want to say Melina. It's not Melina. No, it's not Melina. Uh, even though she, yeah, she was in the movie though. She was in the movie. But I'm very surprised they didn't. Melina. Yeah, Mel, yeah, Melina was in the movie, but they didn't. I'm surprised they didn't introduce Katana. But that's that's uh, that's neither yeah, here nor there. You're talking about that. the flying one, right? Yeah, what the flying it? one that he that he put his hat on the that ground. Was it Melina. No, that wasn't Melina. Melina, oh, so Melina was, uh, is the other girl with is, Natara. Is the, huh? Natara. No, yeah. Natara. Yeah, when he when uh, when he got Natara and he split her off, I was like, yo, that's uh, that's pretty. Uh, that was beautifully done. It, that's a tough life. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very tough life. That was beautiful. It was, done. and uh, Jack's fatality was pretty cool too. That that was uh, that was pretty dope. I don't remember his fatality because I kind of had a problem with him. Mm. With Jacks? Yes. <sighs> It's not him. It's more so kind of like... I mean, there were times where his acting was kind of spotty, too. Yeah, it, 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 his spotting, his acting was very cringy at times. But, like, they gave him little tiny-ass, like, toothpick metal arms. <laughs> and, I know what you mean. yo, that, that bothered me because I was just like, all right, I understand, like, you have to, like, get your power, essentially. How the hell are you going to develop like your muscular like robot arms from these little toothpicks and it's from when he was trying to save sonia yeah which again i understand you have that connection but why is it you're, you're getting like these giant robot arms like I, why I, why is that the power you're getting from trying to save yeah him? i see what you mean like, like it, it, there was no real like um explanation until like because i can understand like i don't know so i guess the explanation 
in a sense, because that wasn't explained, because I forgot what they called it, but which I didn't like the idea that, oh, you have to like, I mean, you have to work for it. Yeah, I I get it. But it's just like, really, like, couldn't they just have like, because honestly, I would have preferred, um, I would have preferred Jax if he already had the arms. Like, if he already had yes. the Yes. I like arms. how they introduced him, like, as a human. And he was, yeah. he, like, knew about everything he was trying to save uh, Cole. Yeah. Makes sense. But then him losing his arms, like, all of that made sense. Okay, but cool. but what what I think would have been better, because Corbo, because um, Corbo was introduced, like, Corbal, whatever the hell his name is. Like, he was, he was connected with Kano, who was connected with Sonya, who's connected with Jax. Like Corbo's a dude with the, the yeah the, yeah yeah the guy okay. that was like joking around and being yes. a troll. So I think what would have been better for that concept would have been okay. Like if you introduce Jax with the 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 arms already, and then you know they had military experience, and then during that time during the military something happened in terms of Cabal and Kano, and then he doesn't like them mm-hmm. because he, they're responsible for him losing his arms. So I think that would have been a better story element because to me, it's like like the whole power thing, they had to earn their power. I thought that was fucking corny. That was really, to me, that was dry. Because I'm just like, why couldn't they just have it already? Like, why, why, like, and especially with Luke, like they tried to make Luke Kang like the mentor, like the mentor and the, and the um the train the trainer and I'm just like it just doesn't work because Liu Kang is trying to be better himself and then he's training people on top of that to be I, ready. I, dis- I disagree. I, think, I, think- I have a question before. Sorry. No, go on. Go on. If they're <laughs> if they're trying to figure out what their powers are, how the hell did uh, Kung Lao figure out his power is a hat? That is interesting. I don't know. I guess he's supposed to be a veteran. I don't know. And and even and like and right. again, even like <laughs> e- like like even like, the introduction of the his co- power <laughs> just poofed the fuck. Yeah. No, no, because Your even power is metal hat. <laughs> even the introduction to Kung to Kung Lao, he came out of nowhere. It was literally Liu Kang. Oh, I'm in trouble. And then Kung Lao's like, I'm here to save you, cousin. And I'm just like, nigga, who are you? Yeah. Like, where'd you go? And again. We all know who Kung Lao is because we're familiar with Mortal Kombat. I, I, I but think, I think, I think, I think, I get your point. Trust me, I understand. But it's hour and a half movie, man. Like, <laughs> there's only no, two, so much. It was, it was a two-hour movie, actually. No, hour and a half. It wasn't even two hours. It was a two-hour movie. It was like yeah, an was hour even, and fifty-three minutes. It wasn't even two hours. I think it was an hour fifty-three or something like that. Excluding credits, bro. It wasn't even two hours. Bro. Mm. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like, what could you... That movie was really short. Uh, maybe I'm saying that because um, we're so used to getting these long movies now. But it's like, that movie was really short. And to tell you the truth, for what they did for an hour and a half, I understood... Again, Max is not here to state his point. So I understood what Max was saying. It's like, for a first movie, it did its job. I know the characters. You know, I get the premise of why Mortal Kombat exists. Mm-hmm. So, okay. That's out the way. I'm ready for the second movie. Now I will judge it. I will judge it, you know, like most things now, right? Maybe patient. Because what I've noticed is when you're building a world, I'd rather have you have that first few movies, you get all that nonsense out the way. And it and if it sucks, it sucks. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But if you have a bigger concept in mind, I'm willing to wait. For that I know, but that's that, uh, and I agree with you on that. But I think for something like that, I think you get one movie, and then after that, if the next one sucks, they like, it's done. Yeah, th- that's I, it. I, yeah. I agree. So I agree. Yeah. So I agree. that's why I say Max. That's why I agree, Max. For a first movie, oh, 
for it for its first movie, it did its job. Mm-hmm. I, I personally think it did its job. I didn't I personally had no high expectations for this movie. No, no I didn't no no, and you here's know? the thing, I didn't either. I didn't either. And I agree with you. For a first movie, movie it did it, what it's supposed to do. It did do its job. It did yep. do its job. Now, my I mean, it sold really it did really well in the in HBO Max and it did very well in the uh in the in the theaters. Oh really? Yeah, people it, went um, to go see it. People huh? went, people went yeah, people to went it. to go see it. So oh, wow. I I mean I I I think there's gonna be no I expect there to be there will a be second more. movie. There I expect there to be a second movie. And then yeah. the second movie, if they butcher it, then we know they've never really had a plan ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean, but alluding to that point, because I mean I'm I'm because I agree with you. I think you should give it a movie, maybe two, to see For a franchise to, to I'm see old, I'm yeah, like two. Yeah, to see where it's going. But the modern, like the modern day consumer, did not like that. If the first one sucks, nigga, they're cutting to, it off. I have to disagree because Iron Man was good, Thor sucked. But I don't think they. But they were past. Okay, for example, they were trying to like. I'm gonna use Dragon Ball Evolution for an example. All right. So I, I know, I know, I know, but but bear with me, bear with me. All right. They they there was gonna like there was gonna like you watch. We've all watched the movie. There was going to be a sequel. There was there was gonna be a sequel. No, there was plans for it. Like, but the backlash was so bad. Like, people hated this movie so much that there was no way that the sequel was going yeah, to happen. But, but, so, but, but the people enjoy the Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, you know no, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. But I'm just I, I, well, not everyone. Some people had their complaints, but for the most part, people. I think the common consensus is people are willing to come to watch a second one. I think the movie isn't. I think the movie is. I think the. For example, I get your concerns, but I think because they had to just. You know, you need to know Jax, you need to know Sonya, you need to know who the main villain is, you need to, you, we can't have a Mortal Kombat movie without Scorpion and Sub-Zero, they did that for you, mm-hmm. they, they introduced a new character, fine, and you know, it kind of just launched a platform to, okay, this is what's going to happen next, this is what we need to, um, I agree, but this is what this is what we need to establish in order to to see what's going to, you know, set up the rest of our franchise, mm-hmm. and I think they did their job. I, again, is it a great movie? Hell no. I don't think it's a great movie by any means. But given that mm-hmm. hour and a half, hour, 50 minutes time slate they did, I think they did all they I could mean, do. Look, I mean, you know, I, I'm look. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to nitpick at Kang Lao and how he I mean, magically I'm, came. But that doesn't mean they couldn't do it better. Because, okay, here's I my mean, cause here's my thing uh, Here's my thing with the story. Because it's like, again, we can all agree the story is not the greatest. I didn't have great expectations for the story in and of itself. Like, all I was, all I was expecting was fighting, Fatalities and maybe a few lines from the game is like flawless victory. And they did that. And, and they did yeah, that, yeah. You know? But I, I think again, I felt they could have done some of the stuff better. And for example, like the scorpion and stuff, I felt that that part was really good actually. The, at um, the end? The, no, no, or, the scorpion and well, the scorpion and Sub Zero fight was, I mean, whatever. Because I mean, we all knew Scorpion was gonna come back because yeah. they they tried to make it seem they tried to make it seem like oh, Scorpion's not gonna come back, and it's just like which is which is a problem with like modern day trailers because trailers kind of low-key spoil the movie for you because you saw scorpion say come here like get over here and like that's like more towards the end of the movie then because in the beginning you see scorpion fighting sub-zero and their yep. clans fighting and you know they kind of give the impression that oh scorpion is like dead mm-hmm. and you know i don't know again i felt that that part like it didn't really connect with the tournament in and of itself. Like, again, it's two totally different entities, and I understand you have to introduce uh, Scorpion and Scorpion Sub-Zero, and I get your point, Carl, but I felt, in a sense, like, it... I mean, it 
related to the tournament because he's his descendant, but in the grand scheme and of things, they also thing, have that rivalry. Yeah, but I mean, in the grand scheme of things, though, like I mean, yeah, like what's the point? Yeah, it's, exactly. It's like it it didn't like to me. It was like it didn't really connect like that to me because because to me, I felt that like you could have had two. Uh, you could have had a totally different movie of Scorpion and Sub Zero and mm-hmm. that dynamic and and in terms because I mean, in the end, they explained that. Uh, he basically trained through hell to be Scorpion to get back at Sub Zero. Yeah, and, and, and I think you could have had a whole movie about like, and I felt that that movie would have been fine. And they do have an animated movie on that. It's called Scorpions. I forget, like Scorpions Revenge or something like that. Like mm. you could literally have that movie live action, and you could have had a totally different movie for like the um the people that were going to engage in the Mortal Kombat movie, mm-hmm. and then maybe you have another movie that connects the two. I felt that. That would like I felt that that would have been executed a little. That could have been, um, I mean, that would have made the that movie a little bit better or that scene at least. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Okay. So, fair enough. I don't know. That's just that's just my my nitpicking, I guess. But, I think you also have to think about the fa- well. Remember the fact that we are still technically in a pandemic, so they can only do so much. True. That is so. True. I mean, if they're trying, if they're trying to just get their feet wet. I, I wouldn't sit here and do all that. I just, you know, just work on making that first movie, putting it out and seeing what happens. If it works out well, hey, we'll go for the second yeah, and, one. And for what they did, I think they did a great job. Yeah. True. And for, you know, all things considered all for things where considering, we're at. It's whatever. True. And uh, I mean, and, and I, I did enjoy the Easter eggs. I enjoyed the fatalities. I enjoyed yep. the fights. I mean, look. I mean, you, your, your criticisms are on point. What I'm saying is, I, like, I don't disagree with your criticisms. I think they're on point. But I always try to hone it back in because I know we, we can be critical. Like I and that's the point of like the platforms that we have. We it is to critique things, whether it be music or constructive culture. criticism. Yeah, of I course. mean, I think it's 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 within our right to critique, you know, yeah. and it's in our opinions. But I think sometimes we need to sometimes hone it in and understand like if there's a long game, then some of our criticisms might be misplaced mm-hmm. a little bit too early because if it's going to be a franchise then they probably did this so that the next few movies, you can just have, like, that plot. Hopefully. Well, we can... we can. I could also play devil's advocate and say, if you really want... But if you're playing that long game, shouldn't you put in your best foot forward in the first movie so that people are drawn in? No, I don't think so. And I'll say... I'll tell you why. Because I think... I think Mortal... For what Mortal Kombat is, it accomplished its mission. Mm. Fighting, gore... Fatality. Fatality and random violence. They did it. When it comes that, to Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat. I, don't, I don't sit here and think about like, oh shit, what's the story today? Like, there you go. Exactly. Even though the games, they do the story pretty well. No, the stories are really good in the games. Yeah, in the games. But, it's... But, but, but what I'm saying is it's like, at the end of the day, when you think Mortal Kombat, people just want to see, get over here. And they're happy. Flawless, yeah. flawless victory. That yeah. was pretty funny though. When uh, when he, when he, when uh, Kung Lao did the fate, uh, ripped her in half with his hat and he was like flawless victory i was, I was like okay that's kind of that, that was kind of fire i'm not gonna lie but his death <sighs> satisfying, <laughs> so satisfying. Oh, when he took his soul <laughs> oh my god but no i get it, it was, it's, again your criticism are on point though yeah. but let's be patient let's wait and see yeah you know i think it's a wait and see approach especially with these franchises nowadays i think i think how we critique these movies now we it's it, it it, fair or not fair, it might have to come in a sense where we have to critique it almost as a whole, almost. 
I mean, look, as we'll a whole, s- as in like just a movie by itself, or in the whole the, the world, whole, the whole franchise. Because okay. it, it, it's for me, it's like, right? Example. I think Marvel has set a blueprint. I got to give them credit. I think Marvel and how they set up movies, it's it's done. I mean, well. They even have some Marvel writers. Oh, fun fact: the writer for this, he helped uh, write the new Wonder Woman. One of the worst movies of all time. All time? I, I, I wouldn't say all Wonder time. Wonder Woman Two is one of the worst movies. You of mean all Wonder time. Woman eighty four, nineteen eighty four? One of the worst movies of all time. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Well, you know what? Let me be fair because, like I like I said, if it was if it was a movie that was supposed to be a feel good movie, this and that, like if one if it wasn't a Wonder Woman movie, I can see this being a Disney movie. Easily, right? <laughs> It has the princess. Like the princess. It has the love interest. It it really was, yo, it, wow, epiphany. It's like, it really <laughs> was, it really was like, like they treated her like she was like a princess, like a dumb, damsel in distress, stupid princess. Generic, dumbass princess. That's literally how they treated Wonder well, Woman. As we always say, she raped a man. Yeah, she, she raped a whole And no one cared. Man. And no one cared. No one cares about men, bro. Of course not. Okay, like, but I mean that—that's it for Mortal Kombat. That's all I got. Men's rights a, don't matter. I want to leave off with this question because it's something that I think about, especially like similar question with anime is like when should it end? When it comes to certain movies or certain franchises, are reboots necessary? My first example: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm sick of them. Depends depends on when the reboot and remake happens. Like for like for example, do you think they're necessary? To a point, yes, to introduce to a new generation. But again, what re the way we categorize reboots and remakes these days, like a movie will suck and then they'll come out three years later and say a reboot. No, that's not a reboot. That's just you trying to cover your ass for a fuck up. That's not a reboot. A reboot to me is giving a new perspective. Onto an old idea. Like, for example, the Amazing Spider-Man, I consider that a reboot because you had the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. You've had that I, you've had that idea of the Spider-Man for a while. They didn't suck, but it kind of ran its course. Mm. So you need, a new, you need a new concept on an old idea to introduce to a new generation. Because that's in, a, that, that's I, think that, a I think the F up was they did it too soon. I, no, again, and that's what for and, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, I did it too. And soon. that's and that's where time comes in because in order for an effect, did three years later after yeah, the Spider-Man. So three. yeah, because if you have Crazy, it, with, right? it seemed longer, but it, it only three years yeah, later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But when you have, yeah, because it, yeah, the re, the remake wasn't no, yeah, reboot didn't happen, you know, that long after yeah, Spider-Man three. Literally but three years in later. order for a reboot or quote unquote remake to be effective, again, I agree, time is of the essence. So you got to give the audience time to miss the character to mm-hmm. forget about the character yeah. that's why i think the teenage Mutant ninja turtles like that that like i mean i mean they're giving it time so they're basically gonna reboot it but i think for teenage Mutant ninja turtles like for example you have to give that like another five years where people are like oh wait another, me, de- another decade I, I, uh, no but but, but since like, the you, last you movie can, it's been a couple years i think it so, should be like, i think it should be like 20 years man wow that's a long time I, i'm not gonna disagree because i think for certain things, they do better with cartoons than they do actual movies. Yeah, I think I agree. So, and that's why the re- that's why I feel the Mortal Kombat remake, well, reboot works because yes. you have because it's been a exactly yeah I'm I'm fine with that since yeah. it's been like yeah it's, it's been a grip since we've had a Mortal Kombat movie yeah. yep. so that's why like 
get it out of sight, you know, get it out of sight, out of mind. You know, people will talk about the movies and then all of a sudden, surprise, we're having a reboot remake. Mm -hmm. That to me is more effective than, oh, our movie flopped. Oh, it sucks. Which is why. Oh, we're going to release, like, for example, the bat, like, I like the, um, I mean, we always tie it back into comic books in DC, but like, for example, like you have, you basically have a new fucking Batman every like three years. And it's just like, yeah, it's just like that, that to me. And then, and I think, I think certain, cause people don't get tired of Batman. They don't get tired of Batman, but that's why, but I, I would like it if they had a more consistent face. Cause it's like, what happened? Like we just had Affleck and then like not even 10 years, we have Robert Pattinson, bro. Like, well, I think what they're trying to do now is they're trying to have, they're trying to give in to this idea of the DC multiverse. And it's just a great excuse to just keep on making the same, capitalizing off the same idea, but in a different aspect. And that's all it is. I I didn't, that's all it is. I can see that being the case. I didn't think that's what they were doing. That's what they're doing. I think just based off the success of Joker. They were trying to make things out of the realm of like. They, yeah, they're making, I mean, they're okay, say what. Multi, they're calling it. A I mean, say what you want. I mean, Carl has criticism about the original Dark Knight trilogy. I mean, he 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 thinks the best thing about that whole trilogy was Joker, which I cannot disagree. But easily say what you want. At least there was consistency within that trilogy. Because yeah, when you when you that, when you go into that, that trilogy, like okay, they set they set a universe. All right, yeah. they set certain characters. They, they, you know who Bruce Wayne's going to be. Instead of all of this, oh, we want Affleck. We might make this movie. No, it's not a good idea. You know what? Fuck everything. Robert Pattinson now, and it's just like, bro, like we just got introduced into the Ben Affleck. Well, Batman. I, 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 I wanted, I wanted them to go more in depth with that Batman because this, because this was the most intense, like. Like it was Arkham Batman. Like I wanted yeah. to see a movie, like a whole movie, like maybe trilogy on that. I think that would have been cool. Me too. But I'd I be mean, down for that. I mean, but I think, I think back to um, what what we were talking about earlier in in terms of like the phases and how these these characters, you know, needing to be rebooted and all. I think Batman is a character that is often. You know, people just never get sick of Batman. You know, there's certain characters people never get sick of. I think that's why the Spider-Man reboot it, it, it works. keep happening it's because time. people love people love Spider-Man's the most popular superhero on the planet. Spider-Man is Spider-Man and Batman and Superman. You can keep rebooting them because people don't get tired of these characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they and they're very recognizable. And, and I think and are. I think I think Marvel is doing a masterful job in making you miss characters because you know, even though they have the rights to use all of the mutants. They're they're literally. I think they're literally not going to introduce the mutants until the like phase five. after this phase. Yeah. No, they I, said that they're not introduced. I I think they're gonna introduce the mutants at the end of this phase. I don't think we're gonna see mutants until like twenty twenty four, like probably around the same time as Blade. There you I would go. agree. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four. I don't expect to see, um, like especially Logan, because I think because the, the way P, he's so loved. Like as a character, um, what's his name? Uh, the guy who did him, uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. It, like no, you can't. They're 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 trying to just get it out of out of sight. Uh, yeah. So that they can Especially just after re- what? A- yeah, after because the Logan movie. Yeah. yeah. No, man, no, but it's it's been a while. So I mean, I think because Marvel, what I'll give Marvel, they do a good job in casting and like where you look at the character and you're like. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, they do a very good job of Hugh that. Hugh Jackman so, fit perfectly for Wolverine. He did. Even though he's Wolverine's supposed to be short, but, like, Hugh Jackman's, like, 6'3". But it isn't... But, no, no, no. But, but, again, like, you don't think about that when you watch Wolverine. You, you look at Hugh Jackman, you're like, that fits. Exactly. Like, that works. 
really does. The the so, attitude, the just the stature makes sense. Yeah, but I'm I mean I'm very like I'm very intrigued how they're going to do like the X Men and the mutant. Yeah. Because I mean I know Fox tried to do their own like uh multi universal thing with the uh, sucks. It, no, first class and uh, Days of Future Past didn't suck. Like it because uh, I remember after Days of Future Past, it's like. It was kind of like a soft reboot. Sadly, the X-Men franchise had two and a half good movies, probably. Out of like, what, eight? Yeah. Yeah, first... Okay, so first... To me, it's a failed franchise. Okay, so... No, no, okay, so so, so let's go through the... Because this is what we're well off on the path of Mortal Kombat, but... Okay, I mean, so... We wrap that up. I mean, yeah. we're done with that. Yeah, so, okay, so... Okay, so... So would you consider... So first class... Good. Days of Future Pass. Classic. Would you consider uh, X3 good? That's like my half. Yeah. That was when like they had the cure for the mutant powers. Yeah, that was that, yeah. That, was, that was half for me. Mid. The last stand. I'd give that mid. Yeah, I'd give that like a sixty. Yeah. 60. Like I I think they did a good job kind of wrapping things up. Yeah. yeah. For the most part. The for first that, two, like, ugh. I watched them again. I, Hell no. The first one is good for an intro. And that's it. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, you're right. Second like, one was terrible. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't remember the point of X two besides Nightcrawler. I told it was besides I, Nightcrawler. I, I was on vacation a few years ago, <laughs> and I saw it, and I watched it. And I was like, "This movie is trash." <laughs> I was like, "This movie is not good." No, if you want a real cringe, watch the original Fantastic Four movie. And it's kind of crazy because I think the X Men franchise is almost as bad as the Iron Man franchise because Iron Man two and three are terrible. They're not good. They movies. really are. Yeah. Iron, I, Iron Man gets all this like recognition for being it's, like for it's a one great movie. trilogy. That's so crazy. For, but for it, one movie, the first movie was fire. The second movie was was whatever. Eh. It was the third whatever. was so bad. I got so bored at the third movie. Like, this Honestly, not good, bro. Iron Man three was probably my favorite. What? Three was bad. Three bro. was terrible. The reason it's my favorite, I love development for characters. So seeing Tony go from like. Egotistical, like oh, to putting a shield on the world type of mentality. Yes, I, I think, I think, and I think for it, for him to have um, what was it like Project Holiday, where all the suits came in? Yeah, like for me, that was an enjoyable moment because it's like, you know what, I'm done with this, but just in case, I have all of this. No, he sucks. That movie. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about Tony Stark within the whole oh, Marvel Cinematic oh, Universe, best developed character, him and Steve exactly. Rogers, most. Like, like I said, it's they have the most ironic development. It, yes. It, the irony for them too, and they literally like kind Switch of switch places. places. Yeah. Yep. It was and slowly. Yep. You know, and it it was really a, a, a great, well written concept. You know, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. That's and we're gonna go to Falcon. That's what my hope is. Is I hope Falcon develops into a character to be more than just. You know, I'm Black Steve Rogers. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. You know what? I hope he has his own sense of development, and that's why I put a pause on it and say, "We'll see in the yeah. future." I hope he develops. You know what I'm saying? You know, we should review the uh, Captain America and Winter Soldier show. You didn't see it all, huh? I mean, I can see it all in like a day, bro. <sighs> Watch it. Yeah. I saw. Well, I have to finish Wandavision first. You still haven't finished it. Bro, I'm so bored with that show, bro. I'm just like, bro, I'm just. It's, it's only nine episodes. I know, but it's just like, bro, like it, it, it can be a drag sometimes. The first three episodes are a drag. I'm on episode I five, bro. That. The first f- six with like, I, I, I'm I'm honestly, most overrated 
franchise right now in Marvel is the Scarlet Witch and uh, Vision. Vision and Scarlet Witch. Because we want Division. Whatever. <laughs> it's so bad to me because to me it's like you could have just had a movie. Like for me, it's like it's like so much filler into the last two episodes to me. It was just like okay, last two episodes make sense, but it's like you could have just made that into a movie. Mm-hmm. I understand the whole 80, 60, 70, 80, the, the whole vibes, but it to me it was I'm watching that and I understand it was supposed to be like this mystery house. You're supposed to look at who is it? Yep. Who's the I don't care. Like I really don't. Like and for me it was just like this is stupid. You think it would have worked out as a movie? Yes. I think it would have been like profoundly so much better as a movie. I mean, I'm halfway done with it and I agree with you. I, I think it should just be because I'm very bored with this with this show. Because I, I, I didn't if, care if they stuck with the schedule. If the pandemic didn't happen, they stuck with the release schedule. I think it would have worked out better because for Wandavision to be the first thing they put out, eh. I didn't care. Eh. I would, honestly didn't care. And like, like, and I knew I wasn't going to care for it since I talked about it. <laughs> I literally I knew I wasn't going to care for it because I was just like, this is Vision Wanda. Whatever. I, I, unfortunately, they didn't make them that important in the movies as already. No. And it's not, they're not going to, to me anyways, these things didn't make them. Now, the only character I'm more intrigued about is Wanda. Like, I now oh, yeah, I want to see point. what she's going to do. She's going to tie yeah. into the mutants, I guarantee you. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure, for sure, for sure, so, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And that's my only interest in her. But Vision, I mean... Yes, all right, like, so I, I think yeah. it's a, it's a good time to wrap it up. So we we all think Mortal Kombat was average, but has a bright future. Is that uh is that the bright consensus? future? Bright I, future it has a skeptical be, future for me. It it has a future. Well, not bright future. Okay, we're yes, intrigued. It has a, it has a future. In, intrigued by the future. I'm not really intrigued either. For me, it's just like <laughs> not intrigued. Damn. No. I don't. I I, if you want my personal opinion, I don't think it's going to be a good franchise. But but in the but in the in the but you're willing the, to give it a chance to prove that it's going to be a exactly, good franchise. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I think I think it'll be a good franchise, I think I, because we we haven't had any since the '90s. So and with the development of technology, I feel like they can do a good job. Honestly, I just feel as long as they cater to the fans and the fans are happy, it's going to be a successful franchise. Yeah, as long in terms of quality of movie, that's a totally different debate. But in yeah. terms of the numbers and the box office, that's different. Yeah. All right. So. All right. uh all right, so that will wrap it up. And um, Sasha loves the Transformers movies franchise. Oh, false. so uh, <laughs> so that's exactly why I brought up that question. <laughs> so, uh, all right, so uh, oh, also check out my brother's podcast, the JP and Call podcast. Very good stuff. I think y'all even have a new episode uh, coming out this week. No, no, no. We 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 have we have content recorded, but we're we're kind of taking a break. Oh, you taking a break? Now. Okay. So we're gonna have a new season that's gonna come out. Hopefully, we'll start um at the end of the month of May. All right, but they got old episodes. Check it out again. You're sitting down. You ain't doing shit. You ain't got no job. What are you doing with yourself? Subscribe, rate, comment to our podcast. Check out my brother's podcast, and we out. Yep. See you next time. <laughs>